So even though, um, you know, your, your soul can tell you some, uh, uh, some symbols or some, some give you some help or a psychic medium can give you some help, but all in all, it's your own soul that has to learn it. Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And we have... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I just do that wrong? No, you just did it with such exuberance. Yeah. It's great. I'm, I'm really like bringing the heat today. I love it. Yeah. So we have a really, really, really cool guest that we've been teasing for you today. Yes. Jennifer Ankeley. The grief medium. The grief medium is amazing. She has been an angel for me. And um, you guys are going to hear all about it in the episode. So we we just kind of, we touch on everything, really. We touch on, like, you've got the biggest smile on your face right now. What do you No, okay. no, you're right. Yeah, like, we, we talk about a little bit about the reading that you had and the reading that I had. And we talk about just energy and, and her story of dealing with this. And so it's awesome. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like even if you're not like if you're like oh mediums aren't my thing like you I feel like everyone can get something out absolutely of and there's, we talk about manifestation and energy and trusting your intuition and I give some very personal details of some experiences that I had yeah you shared like some really beautiful kind of cool like sort of spiritual things that have happened in your life recently like literally like a week ago yeah yeah so anyway we're excited for you guys to tune in so before we kind of give you guys updates let's talk about the patreon really quick patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast it helps support the show you can do as little as three dollars a month um and you get you have access to everything on the Patreon. Doesn't matter how much you pledge. So we've got the hand job tutorial. We've got extra clips from that we've had to take out from episodes that were too long. <laughs> um, there's like bonus episodes from way back when we first started the Patreon. So again, every little bit helps us, and we love you guys. Um, it's, it's like our. I feel like we need to call them like Patreonies. I. <laughs> That might be the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> Patreonies. It's just cuter than patrons. I like it. Okay. Patreonies. All right. So become a Patreoni. <laughs> we love you. It sounds vaguely Italian for no reason at all. Patreoni. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and Apologies then to any of our Italian-American <laughs> listeners or Italian listeners. Um, and then the one other thing I want to talk about is last week we talked about how Jade Bianca is offering a partnership with us to provide you guys with dating, coaching, matchmaking, and dating app services. Mm -hmm. Um, she told me that she's offering you guys a hundred dollars off. That's amazing. Yeah. So like, so what you do is when you fill out an intake form, so you go to www.datingafterdivorce.com, you fill out an intake form of what service you want to get. There's a drop down of how did you hear about us? And then on the drop down, you select Hello and Goodbye Podcast. And any service you get, you get $100 off. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I know I verified this with Jade for myself whenever, like a long time ago when we talked to her. But especially for like the dating profile stuff, you don't have to be divorced. 
No, no. <laughs> just, just to be clear. <laughs> you know, but I think with the matchmaking, she exclusively works with divorced people. I think who, so. Yeah, yeah, hire her for matchmaking. Yeah. So I think that's the only one that's exclusive to divorced people. Mm -hmm. Divorcees, I should say. Divorcees. Di divorcees. Yeah. <laughs> Divorcees! No, no. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. <laughs> Wait, is that offensive? <laughs> no, I'm just Oh, okay, good. Um, so I mean, it can be a little. Can bit. it? Sure, Luigi and Mario. I mean, so would you? Would you do like a a voice of like an Asian person? No. So why an Italian person? Because they're white. <laughs> I mean, which is fair, right? Like, yeah. Um. Anyway, okay, okay. So if you want to work with Jade, you can find her on Instagram at dating underscore after underscore div. Yes. Or www.datingafterdivorce.com. Beautiful. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so the last thing is um, we've got our, our review contest going on. So starting last week <laughs> until December, um, you head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and then scroll down. Give us that five star and give us a nice review. Say something funny or sincere or whatever you like about us in the show. And we'll pick a winner and the winner gets an OG hello and goodbye ball cap with a reflector <laughs> across the front. Uh -huh. You can barely see the lettering, but it is, it's Which one of the two left. And everyone who has them. Loves it. Except for us, likes them a lot. <laughs> so. So anyway, if that isn't incentive enough, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. And besides, you get to be H&G famous. Perfect. Yeah. By being the review contest you, winner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Okay. What? Oh, should I go real quick? What's happening in my yeah, life? Yeah, go real quick because I've got a lot to say. Almost nothing. Um, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> I, I will say. I think it's a good time. Well, it's always a good time to be like mindful of what we're taking in. Like the same way, like being mindful about like, like eating like healthy, balanced, nutritious stuff like makes you feel better. And I think that's true. Like mentally. And I've been like more conscious of that, like in terms of like news and even like the types of shows and like mm. how much and what kind of social media I'm consuming and stuff like that. And so I'm trying to like I love take that. in like nice stuff. Revisionist History, which is Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, has been like a nice one for me recently. So that's a little mm. recommendation out there. But <laughs> that's just my that's my um, uh, sort of, sort of wish for everyone. It's part out of there. your homemaking routine. Yes. Yeah. I've been. Um, yeah. While while I'm sewing, I'll put it on. <laughs> you know. I love it. I actually do sew for people who didn't listen to last week's episode. But. Jared does sew. Yeah. He's a sewer. Yep. I've got behind you. Actually, I've got some pants I need to tailor and some stuff like that. So I got plenty of projects. <laughs> anyway, what's happening with you? Okay. Well, we. I wanted to talk about these things before we get into the episode. So. I talk in the episode about how I had recently seen my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll just give a little bit more of those details. So basically, I was teaching out of my studio. And uh, one of my moms, who I teach her daughter piano, texted me and was like, hey, I'm here at this restaurant. And he's here. And he's with someone. And um, she's like, she said... Do you want me to spit in his food? 
That's like a nice, like. I thought it was really sweet. It's like, uh, hey, just so you know, I'm like your ride or die. Exactly. Over here. Yeah, Ex yeah. Because that's what you want to hear, you know? Sure. Um, and I was like, I, I just. I hope you said no. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just laughed, and then I was like, send me a pic, like who, you know, like what does he look like, you uh -huh. know? And um, she had left by then, so I'm like, all right. I had Olive with me. I'm like, I'm not going to just, like, walk down the street. But I was like, I'm going to roll around and see if he's there. Like, just to... Here's my thing. I'm not attached to my ex-husband. I'm I'm not angry towards him anymore. But it's like... I guess how I can kind of describe it best. It's like when you have been married or in a relationship with someone for 10 years... And it's then you don't time. see them for five years. It's like seeing a fucking ghost. Yeah. It's really weird yeah. because you now I have this whole other life that I've lived and I'm a different person and he has this whole other life that he's lived. So anyway, I, I was like, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this interesting. And I recorded myself. I'm like, I'm going to get some good footage for like TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just, it was really interesting seeing him and he was there next to his, his wife. And, um, you know, I just, I, he looked good and she was nice and it was, you know, I went around a couple times just to like exaggerate the, the video a little bit, but like, it was just, it was, that's what it was hmm. like it. And, and we talk about this in the episode more, but it was like, it, I, for the first time, like I, I don't. Like, I really feel like if I were to run into him today, yeah, I would just be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing when like the pain and all of the like emotional turmoil, like kind of fades and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, that's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's like wonderful. I'm yeah. glad you had that experience. Yeah. So that was... That was, um, yeah, that was a really cool experience. And then... And then you keyed their car in the parking lot. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and then last week I told you guys that I had been, I was trying to go on vocal rest. Um, so I did go up to Big Bear. And again, we talked about that with Jennifer as well. I did some um, manifestations some meditation. Yeah, some, some really releasing. beautiful kind of... So you have to listen, yeah. though. You got to listen to the interview to find out what that was. And um, okay, so then the... Okay, I have two more things. Okay. You guys, I have like all these notes. And I'm like, I got to get these in. So one, I want to say... So when we had the episode, episode 75, where I talk about how I was love bombed and ghosted. Yep. And I said in that episode, this is like one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Like he's, I, he's a really good guy. Like I, like Jared, you kept on being like, you're, you're painting like the best picture of who he is. Like mm. I was sticking up for him after he had done this horrible thing to me. Yeah. I no longer agree with what I was saying. <laughs> he was an asshole. Yeah. Like a massive asshole. And you can come off to be the best guy in the world, but if you're going to pull something like that, you're obviously not that great. Mm -hmm. And like, sure, there's this whole part of like, you know, his own trauma. And that's where my empathy sets in of like yeah. trying to understand him and everything he's gone through. But like, I've been through trauma and I don't treat people like that. Yeah. So anyway, I take it back. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's where I stand on that. <laughs> Well, and I think there's a cool thing where, like, um, you 
you get to this place where you're like, I'm not going to be like angry towards you. And you can still have empathy and compassion for Mm -hmm. what someone's been through and be like, I'm not allowing you into my life anymore because that, because that privilege has been revoked from you Yeah, because you abused it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if he would ever reach out again, but if he did, I would either just not respond and and block or I would be like, you can go fuck yourself. Nice. (laughs) You have to tell us if it happens. (laughs) Of course. Okay. So the last thing you're going to die. Okay. I want to talk about my Halloween costume. (laughs) Is this just to make fun of me? Yes. So this is actually, this episode obviously is coming out after Halloween. But so Jared and I went to go see the Suicide Squad. Correct. A couple months ago. Yep. And after seeing that, I was like, I have to be Harley Quinn from the Suicide Squad. Yes. So I started like a month, like a month ago ordering things from Amazon and making my own version, like a sexier version of it. Yeah, so people, because the Harley Quinn costume has been around forever, like the one with like the booty shorts and the little like, what? that's not what you're doing. No. Part of the newer movie where she's in this crazy red dress with like these big black combat boots. Yeah, she looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and the hair and all of it. So I told Jared that I was going to do this. And ever since I told you, you have been more invested in my costume than me to the point where I felt guilty not having combat boots with laces. <laughs> well, okay, a couple of things in my defense. Number one, I didn't want you to... The first thing I did was like when you, when you like texted me afterwards, you were like, oh, I'm going to be Harley Quinn for Halloween. And I'm like... That's awesome. And I'm like, but the Harley Quinn costume is such a cliche now. Like the the older one, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? With like daddy's little monster Mm -hmm. shirt or whatever it is. Um, And I was like, ooh, I have to warn Leanna so she doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Because I don't, because you probably don't pay attention to comic book movies as much as I do or whatever. That's 100% true. And then you showed me a picture of like the costume coming along and it looked really cool. And the boots were wrong, and I couldn't (laughs) let it go. Okay, the boots were fine. They were chunky black boots that I got at a thrift store for like $5, but they didn't have the laces. So then I went to Nordstrom Rack and spent $40. (laughs) And I'm like, well, Nordstrom has a great return policy anyway. I'll just return them if I don't want them afterwards. Sure. But anyway, I- They're cool fucking boots. this on Friday, so I haven't even put the whole costume together yet. Yeah. But by the time this airs, you guys will probably see some pictures on Instagram. You know what? Can I just say something? You're going to be fucking glad you got those boots with laces. <laughs> when you're wearing that costume, you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to be like, the boots were the right the call. The laces. The other boots were wrong. I needed the laces. Exactly. All right, you guys. Well, enjoy this interview and we'll see you after. All right. So we are welcoming Jennifer Ankeley, who is a medium psychic, licensed clinical social worker, kundalini yoga instructor, Reiki master, past life regression, hypnotherapist, and author. She has been providing end of life and grief therapy from the ICU, outpatient therapy, palliative care, and hospice since 2004, 
we love you. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I love I love talking to you. You both are a lot of fun and you, you let me talk about my favorite subject. So thank you for having me. Of course. Well, just to give the the listeners a little inside scoop. So we actually, Jennifer, you're so gracious to come back and uh, talk to us again because we recorded with you a week ago and it was our first time recording in person. And we just weren't, didn't quite think about all of the audio setup like I should have. And um, so anyway, you're so gracious to come back and and talk with us again. Like I said, my pleasure. Well, I want you to just kind of start, I would love for if you could start with just your story, like from when this started for you, how you got into it and how it's developed into your life. Okay. So, I mean, my earliest memory of seeing spirits probably was, I was in a crib. So two or three, something like that. I remember seeing faces and people talking to me and I actually growing up like from six and under was afraid, very much afraid of what I saw. Um, around the house, there was like a man standing near one room and I thought it was a man. I didn't think it was a spirit. It was just this man who would just look, he looked into the window. So he was on the other side, he was outside looking in, just looking in. Um, but the house we lived in was uh, like a built in the twenties and they, they're, they're, they're elevated. So there's no way a person would be tall enough just look out look through the window. And I could describe how clearly I saw him. And that those kind of things were like that my whole childhood. I was I would sleep with my head under the covers. Um, whenever as a little girl I had to use the restroom, I would run to the restroom and I would sing and I would sing out loud. And I would wake up my house, my mom and my, you know, they would wake they would wake up and my mom would say, you know, just she knew why I was singing. She knew I was afraid and she would just tell me to sing quieter. But so, so that, that was my early childhood. And then by the time I hit 12, I kind of thought this was cool. So I, I felt comfortable with, and I realized by then it was spirit. And so I would have seances at slumber parties. I bought a tarot deck at a bookstore and I would read for my friends. Um, I went to Catholic school and I would sit at the lunch benches and read for them, give them readings. Wow. So, so that was just something at that point I embraced. Um, but I embraced it, but it never really I had in my life. I, I had all the normal things that people had to experience. I experienced. Um, and I went to school and I felt a calling to work with people who were dying. And so I specialized in healthcare as, as a, a social worker, a licensed social worker, and started immediately working at the huge general hospital that we have in L.A., um, working in the ICU trauma and with death. And I felt very comfortable. And the reason why, of course, I feel so comfortable with passing, I call it passing out, but with dying is because I know there's no death. And so, so that's kind of, that's kind of, then I worked as a social worker for many years since 2004. And I would say about um, seven years ago, I started to feel this itch that I'm not quite satisfied anymore with what I'm doing. I feel like I'm supposed to do something else. And then it, I just realized, oh my gosh, I could be a professional medium. I can do what I've been doing my whole life. Talking to spirits. I would give my friends readings, um, talking to ghosts. I would do all that, but I never thought professionally. 
And, and then I found out there was a school in the UK and I went there and then I continued to go there and, and be mentored by mentors. Um, and I started professionally a couple of years ago. What a powerful story of like how you came into this and like, it's, it's crazy how it came to you so young. Well, and I, I love that it goes from being like a curse to yes. being a gift. Yes. Right? Did you have? Some- well, I was going to just say, so the listeners know I got a reading from you, but Jared got one too. Yes, I did. Do you want to go into detail about what your reading was? Oh, we want to go there now. Or what, did you have questions for Jennifer? Well, I was going to ask, I mean, so, because to me, right, working uh, as you do with like end of life stuff, I'm wondering if we can like talk a little bit about death generally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is just so funny because Jared and I's like, like how we view the show and like what we bring to it. I'm always the like, the lighthearted, the laugh. And I'm like, let's talk about your reading. And Jared's like, let's talk about death. Well, no, because <laughs> I thought what Jennifer just said is really cool of like, there is no death. Yeah, and I no, think like, of course, it's yeah. this big, heavy thing that we're all like afraid of and don't ever talk about. And it's, it's as much a part of life as being born. Of course. I'm just teasing you. Yes. Right? Let's talk about death. <laughs> You know, I, Jared, I have to agree with you though. It's a very, it's a natural process and just like birth, I feel that, you know, we need to talk about it more too. And I think that would take away some of the stigma. Um, but there is no, I don't believe there's death. It's just, it's just like crossing over. It's just leaving the physical body, which is very constrictive. Actually, um, we're freer on the other side. Um, so, I mean, what, we go on and on and on. We're infinite and we are with our loved ones forever. And I believe in past lives. And I believe that we will continue to be with our, our loved ones in various roles throughout eternity. Mm-hmm. Did you also like read people's past lives for them if they're interested in that? Or has that ever come to you? Oh, sure. It definitely does. When I give readings um, like the one, the two that you, you got. I'm surprised nothing from life. Sometimes they'll come out or if you specifically ask me for it, then I can, I can give you, tell you about your past life. That's super interesting. Do you want to, do you want to tell us anything right now? <laughs> Leanne is always pumping Jennifer for more information. It's just so fascinating to me. I just love it so much because I'm like, we talked about this on our last week's episode uh, with Kane, but um, I'm like such a sucker for like, like completing stories, like uh, completing, like, you know, like someone's personality. Like, I want to know what it is. Like, what's their Enneagram? What's their Myers-Briggs? What's their love language? I want to know, like, what's my past life? <laughs> yeah. You want to like uncover all <laughs> yeah. the mysteries. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, a, yeah. Well, uh, oh, shoot, I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, I could say something. I, I, oh. I remember telling both of you last time that I think you were brothers and sisters. Oh, that's That's right. right. So, okay. So in the last time Jennifer, we, Jared and I spoke with you, um, I asked you specifically because our listeners like are, you know, we had this episode, like guys, we're not going to be together. So I asked you, I'm like, Jennifer, do you see Jared and I like being a couple romantically compatible? Like, what do you 
what, you know, like what comes to you? And then what, do you remember what you kind of read for us? Oh my gosh. Um, what, um, if you were to be together, it wouldn't right now, it wouldn't last. Like it wouldn't be the way as if you stayed friends. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be as long going. Like you can be friends forever. Um, if you had a romantic fling, it would be more of a fling. Um, but you do, you are connected. You're very compatible. You care about each other. And I, and I saw brother sister relationship for sure. And as I'm even linking in, I feel like it's funny. I just got France and I saw you guys on a hillside and it's um, probably a couple hundred, maybe a hundred or so years ago um, where you two were kind of um, didn't have a lot of money and struggled um, I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. No, it is amazing. Uh, and, and that you struggled, um, but very close, almost like you were twins or you're very close in age and very close. And I feel like your mother was sick. Oh. oh. Did, we, did we sing on the hills, the sound of music? <laughs> no. It have to be French, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we should, we should, we should be like, we should wear like French Halloween costumes. Like I'll wear a beret and stuff like that. Sure. That Next like Halloween, we'll typical. do it. We'll be French brothers and sisters. I, just, yeah. It's like people are like, what are you guys been like? Oh, we're just twins in France from a hundred years ago. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Well, okay. So this is what I was going to, that I couldn't think of. Um, Leanna, there was a time in your life where talking to a medium and being involved with that would have been like very oh, taboo. Very taboo. Like, yes. So like how 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 was it for you in like even when you first heard about Jennifer and like kind of like yeah. getting interested in that? So I actually booked you, Jennifer, and then canceled. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, so my sister knows you. Uh shout out to my sister, Krista, who was on episode eight. Mm-hmm. Um And she did a session with you and I was, and it was very healing for her. And she came back and she just kind of shared all these things. And I was like, wow, this like sounds, you know, because I I think in our healing process, we, we try what we can, we grasp onto what we can. And, you know, I've been in therapy for, you know, six plus years and I'm, you know, do things to make sure that I regulate my mental health and do neurofeedback. And, you know, well, I I was going to say I read books, but I don't really read books, but, um, (laughs) but all these things, I think about reading books. I think about, yeah, I I really like the idea of reading a book. Um, but the, when she first told me, I was so excited, Jennifer, and I booked a session like that. And then I started feeling this, like, gut, like fear. It was like fear, um, of what, what if I uncovered something that I didn't want to uncover and what, what would that mean? What, what door would open that maybe I don't want that door to open. And then, um, I had a horrible experience with another guy and I just felt so fucking lost and, you can only experience so much of something and get to a point where you feel so defeated um, and, and doing all the same things. And so I thought, 
I'm, this is something I just, after that happened, I just felt more at peace about it. Um, and I decided to go into it with, instead of like a fear, kind of like, um, like I, I prayed before, um, our session that God would show me what he wanted me to see that he would, you know, because we talk about this a lot, you know, I grew up super, super conservative Christian. I don't really consider myself a Christian now. Um, but I believe in Jesus and I have a relationship with God and I'm very spiritual and I do believe in there's kind of like a dark side. And so then Mm -hmm. the, the past me would be like, this is not okay. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. Like this is witchcraft. This is horrible. You're opening yourself up to the devil, all of that. And, um, Jennifer, you so like wisely explained to me that it's really just, you're talking to my soul. Like you're seeing my soul. You're seeing who my soul is talking to and other souls are coming. It's like, and that resonated so much with me because I remember on one of our episodes, I had met this guy and it was like the first, the only love at first sight experience I've ever had. And the way I described it was that our souls met like our, like we had been soulmates in the past. And then, well, he ended up screwing me over, but (laughs) I still, I still really felt like our souls saw each other. And so that really resonated with me. And I felt comfortable doing the session with you. And, um, it was, it was interesting. And I, I was going to share this with you. I didn't know it would come up so soon, but you telling me about this guy that, you know, our listeners know now, um, I don't know if anything's ever going to happen with that person, but it gave me hope because mm-hmm. it, it helped me get through the past month it, because I, I didn't feel the need to cling on to a dating app or um, to feel alone. I just, I felt at peace that like there was someone, you know, and there is someone, and maybe that's not the person that I end up with, but that there, like, it just, what you did, like telling me that everything I'm doing in my career is like the right thing and to keep moving forward. And building a name for myself. It takes time. And I just need to keep pushing forward with that. I haven't met the right guy. Like all of these things that you told me are things that you didn't know anything about this, about me. And I needed to hear it. And it was it. And now where I am now, I just am like in this state of I've never felt more at peace with my life, to be honest. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. 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 That makes me really happy because that's my goal. When I give a reading, it's a soul reading, a psychic soul reading, psychic soul angel reading before I pray to please give you healing and let your soul speak to you. Um, Because our souls speak to us, but we often ignore it or we don't listen or, you know, we have to be really intuitive to hear everything our soul. So I, because I'm, I'm very, I, I could pick up on things. I can read what your soul is trying to tell you and read what your guys and angels want you to know. Psychic means soul. I think it's Greek or Latin. So it's another, la- another language, but that's what it means. 
So it's simply soul re- soul reading. And like I said, my goal is always for your highest good and healing um, for whatever I, I say, because, you know, life is hard. Like we're, I feel we're here to learn a lot of lessons and life is hard, not because we have to be punished that I don't believe in that. I believe though we want to, we come here because we want to grow as a soul and learn more. And quite frankly, if we got everything really easy, we would take it for granted. We wouldn't learn a lesson. So we, we have to experience all the obstacles of life, but your soul knows everything's going to be okay. Your soul is sure you will survive this and that you will go on and on. And so that's what connected. Mm. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, and I'm curious, Jennifer, I mean, I know you can obviously like, and I'm not asking for details about your other, like, you know, clients and people that come to you, but cause that was one of the things as you were talking to me and I'm like, and, and what I got from my reading was also the similar sense of like lightness and reassurance and it was just a very um it was just like a very lovely beautiful like yeah thing, it wasn't you know? it wasn't it wasn't weird yeah like, at all and i think that there's a stigma around it right like well is she like is it like a seance like something like that and yeah. you're just you're just talking sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 that's all right no you're right but i was gonna so i i think my question is like what what do you feel like people are seeking from you when they when they sort of seek out a, a medium? So so for a psychic reading, it usually is from there's a problem or they're 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 wanting some assistance. And if the medium, if they want to, because I connect with people who have crossed over as a medium, then they're usually wanting their loved one who they miss dearly. They want to hear what they have to say. But either way, it's a heart that needs healing. So I, I am a heal. I feel I, I give healing work just as I do as a social worker that I feel this role is very healing and very rewarding for me. Mm-hmm. And all the work I do um, is done with love. And like I said, before I, I pray and I meditate, please let this be helpful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Was it, was it, I, I was, I had joked around with you after you're reading with me that like, but like, I'm curious, what did I make it harder on you? Because ironically, you know, this is like the one time in my life where I feel like I'm not like riddled with questions and doubt of like, Oh, am I doing the right thing or the wrong thing? Or like, what, what's going to happen in my love life? Like I, I actually feel like I'm at a sort of settled place. Is it, is it harder when someone's like that for you? No, because, because your soul wants to tell you then something else. And usually at that point, um, whatever your soul wants to guide you, what in the next step in your journey, I can go there. So you don't have to be like actively in a crisis or uh, most people do have a question, but it could simply be, you know, what's my next step or what? uh, And often when I do these readings, loved ones who have crossed over will come by and say, Hey, I'm here too. I'm watching over you which is very healing in itself as well. Um, but no, you didn't make it harder. What makes it harder is if someone's very closed off, like, I don't believe this, you're phony, you're fake, or if this is evil. And, be, and so because they think it's evil, then they're closed off. And I, and yeah. so then, it, because when I'm, I'm just simply, you know, our energy expands, we all our energies expand. So I just expand my energy and, t- and merge with your energy. That's 
all I'm doing. And I'm just picking up what I pick up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's oh, something. Oh, God. I'm going to jump, jump in real quick because I'm going to roast you for a second. So we haven't talked about Jared's reading yet, but I love how Jared's like, this is the first time. Like, I feel like I know my blah, blah, blah. And then Jennifer, I feel like what happened though, is like you shook things up a little bit because Jared apparently oh, that's has true. two babies coming <laughs> soon. I mean, not, not, she said, Jennifer said sooner than I would think. So that doesn't necessarily mean soon. So like right. January. Yeah. Get right. out of here with that. Yeah. Like not in a month, you know, but yeah. no. Yeah. And there's apparently a dark haired woman that I, a, I that yeah. I need to sort of let in. More. Why don't you explain your reading a little bit? Uh, God, I'm like, now I'm like trying to remember. So, so those were like the big bombshells that when I, Jennifer, when I told Leanna afterwards, she was like, tell me everything. And I said those two things that she was like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> um, you told me I should write more, which I really appreciated, which is cool. Um, you told me something about, uh, when the wind is blowing and I'm standing near trees to like do, which I like that too. And like looking at the stars and like, like, see, like I took all the homework away. Yeah. I'm like, this is what's exciting to me. Um, oh, another one. I actually just was looking into this this morning after I meditated, but, um, you talked about sounds being a big thing for me, which is true. Like I'm very like auditory as like a learner and, and you had said um, to look into like these sort of sounds that help people get into like the theta brainwave state, which is like, you know, like the basically that's the the state that your brain goes into when you meditate and stuff like that. And so I, so I started looking into that this morning. Wow. Yeah. Um, but in terms of other stuff. Oh, you also talked about me like connecting more with my sister, which I totally agree with and have done nothing to actually <laughs> I've done nothing to do <laughs> to make to make a reality at this point. But yeah, those were the big things. Yeah. It was it was cool. And I had this really cool experience like later that night of just being like, oh, everything's gonna be okay. Like, and like I started like I saw this thing on the I saw this. Did I did I talk about this last time? I was on the road and I saw this car drive by me and it like looked like a normal car and then it got past me and the back end was like so smashed. Like the trunk was like above the roof of the car. Like it was so smashed. And that was like the funniest thing on <laughs> earth to me. And I was like, this car is just like rolling along. Like it's like, it's like, it's just a normal car. Like I'm like, I guess it's, it's working fine. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it's like, it's past me. And I'm like looking at it, it's in like the lane next to me. And the, the one headlight is like, hanging down <laughs> and then the best part was they turned on the turn signal and it's like the turn signals like working on the headlight it's like hanging off of the side of the car <laughs> and i don't know it like for some reason that was like a metaphor for life oh, in this I very love that. Like, deep and hilarious way to me it was like kind of a cool moment wow and then i went home and wrote about it because jennifer told me to well jennifer i want to ask you because so Okay, so on when we talked on Sunday, something that you had told me in our session was that there was I there was still a tie to an X. And then on Sunday you said, yes, it's still there. And I'm like, oh, how do I get rid of this? Like I don't, mm. I don't understand like how to do it. 
So I went to Big Bear on Wednesday. Oh. And I booked an Airbnb by myself. I took my dog. And I, I woke up in the morning. Like I kind of, I am um, actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I did some journaling that, that night. And I journaled again. I journaled like this, um, jo- um, Jared and I found this thing on social media from well, John Wineland. I thought you, I, I thought you were going to say this. The most amazing thing that happened was like right after this, this person we follow, on Instagram, Jennifer posted like, like verbatim exactly what you had talked to. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to read what he posted. So, so So, well, just to give like what, what, what Jennifer was talking to you about was like fully like letting go of an ex in your past and like kind of some like affirmations you could do to sort of like, kind of like, like close that chapter and be at peace with it, which I didn't understand because I felt I'm like, I'm, I'm not like even like we're talking about my ex-husband and I'm, I'm not, I don't feel attached to him. Like, but he had kept coming up. It was like a friend saw him at dinner and told me about it. And then I had a dream about him and he kept kind of coming up and I'm like, I don't, I don't feel an attachment. So what do I need to do to like, let go? And you were telling me basically like, I need to talk to his soul. Like I need to ask for his soul to be there. And my soul needs to be like, I am going to let you go. Well, anyway, so then we go home and this thing pops up and it says it's Howard Wills, Howard Wills. It says, I love, forgive and release you completely and totally now and forever. Please love, forgive and release me completely and totally now and forever. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? And it's crazy. Like I like saw that and immediately like DM'd it to Leanna. And, and I, I had already like, shared it. We were just talking about yeah. this with Jennifer. Like yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I did that when I, that evening I, I, I wrote in my journal. Um, I wrote a new list of, you know, qualities I'm looking for in a partner. And I wrote some things just kind of like releasing past exes. And I, and I had this imagery of like, um, these guys, past guys would come up and I, I just, I imagine just my hands sweeping them away and sweeping. And it's kind of like, I was like walking through this forest and just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And I'm like sweeping all these guys away. And then I could not sleep. I got like four hours of sleep, woke up the next day and did a meditation and my, I meditated and you guys can go do the meditation. It's on my social media, on my personal page. Um, it's on my main feed. It's in my IGTV as well. Um, and I, I meditated and I thought about, because you said that I had walls up, that I have walls up because of this tie. And that's kind of what the tie is, is like, I'm still, this person really hurt me. Like there's hurt, there's trauma there. And so I imagined and I meditated that I had this suit of armor and the armor just started falling off without me even trying, like it just started falling. Mm. And so then after it started following, I realized that it was okay. And I started grabbing it and like pulling it off. And then it just all came, I'm like naked. So I'm like completely vulnerable. And there's like this huge, like hammer, like mullet, would it be like a mullet? 
Mallet? Mallet. Mallet? Mallet. Mallet. And I take the mallet and I just start hammering this brick wall. And I, and it just like hammering brick by brick and the wall comes down and it's kind of like this V shape, but there's a tie, like there's a string across it. And I imagine myself like being like trying to figure out like how I'm going to, I'm going to break this. How am I going to break this? Cause there wasn't scissors. There wasn't anything to cut it. And I just decided to step through it and it just dissipated. Wow. So this was all like a this came to me while I was visualization. Meditating. Like you weren't yes. consciously conjuring this. No, this came to me. And then I led it on Instagram for a live for people because I want, I felt like it was so powerful. I wanted to share it. And I also wanted to reiterate it to myself and kind of like manifest it and put it out there. Yeah. Okay, so now my question is, <laughs> did I do it? Do you feel like the tie is broken? Okay, let me let me see. Let me see. First of all, that's amazing what you did, number one. And that wasn't just your imagination. That was real work, real soul work. When we're in a meditative state, that's when we're able to do that kind of work. Um, so let's see. Okay. So yeah, you feel pretty clear. I don't feel any connection. Yeah, you did it. And I also, so I see you, this is what I see. I saw you in a room that was empty and um, I'm looking around. Is there any connection, any cords, anything? And then I saw a beautiful flower wreath around your head. That was good. That's good. Oh, that warms my heart. I'm so happy. I do. I feel so much lighter. I really do. And I, and you know, it's interesting. Like I, it's so funny. I posted this video. I like when my friend had tipped me off that like my ex was at a restaurant, I went and like, so I had to see him. Like it was like seeing a ghost, you know, this was before this was you before. took off the armor and knocked down the wall. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so that was before, but it was interesting. It, it was, I've never felt more like compassionate towards him. Oh, and I just yeah. have this overwhelming sense of like compassion and really like, I really hope he's what, I got chills because I see you in the room again with the flowers and there's a window and the sun's shining through and the sun shining through is the energy that's coming through. The new, now new energy can come into you. Like now it can flow in. I have chills. Oh, oh my God. Did you see uh, it? Yeah, yep. Oh Indiana my gosh. My legs has, and arms are yeah. completely. Your soul just said, yes, I understand that. That's your soul saying, yes, that makes sense. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Something, something just happened here. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to be uh, cheeky a little bit more. And then I, I think we should talk about manifesting and maybe. Ooh, I want to talk about energy also. I love energy though. I'm, I love working with energy. Um, okay. I want to, I want to ask you. So like this guy that, you know, has come to you or that you, you can imagine this guy in <laughs> s- 
stop go away <laughs> just 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 real quick so just for our listeners jennifer told leanne about this guy that she's gonna meet and leanna so far has asked jennifer 1500 <laughs> questions about this guy and like it's it's so funny that you like really want this to be so black and white well and no but here like, but but it's new though like just, okay just give okay, me a second ahead. just Let's give me go. a second okay so i'll just tell the listeners real quick like what we kind of talked about so he you know he's local we have kind maybe met before he's like a friend of a friend or he's seen me he's asked about me um but he's shy and um he's intellectual he has brown hair it's straight it kind of comes down he wears glasses no facial hair <laughs> this is wild okay here's my question though it this isn't i guess what i've so this was something that i really held on to that got me through and now i feel like i have to let it go Oh, wow. I was not expecting that. I know because you tease me too much. <laughs> so I have to let it go because the, the last thing you said to me on Sunday was attract, don't chase. Stop chasing, attract. And you gave me this information about this person. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this coffee shop like every day. And like, I have to kind of like keep my eyes open. And what if like this person, like what if he's here, but like, I could meet someone else that like is another soulmate, you know? And I guess mm -hmm. I just, I maybe I want to hear from you if you can see for me that there's multiple like soulmates and maybe I'm just ready now to like, I don't have to be tied down to one thing or one piece of the puzzle and like, I'm ready to kind of like accept something different. Yes. And, and so, so I'm glad that you said that because we don't know that man that I saw. I didn't give you a time frame, and I didn't feel a time frame of when you were going to meet him. Mm -hmm. So we don't know when. And in the meantime, if you're looking just for him, what about all these other possibilities that you can meet um, who, who, who are in your life at that time for a reason? Right. Mm -hmm. We're all we all come together and we learn lessons from each other. And so when I told you about that window with the sunlight, there is another window on this side with sunlight. And so that tells me the sunlight is a new opportunity. And, and so there's more than one. There's more than one. Now, do I feel that this guy, the one I first saw is significant to you? Yes. But I don't know when he's, you're going to meet him. I one of my good friends, I when I first met her like five years ago, I told her who her guy is. I described him to a T. She barely met him a year ago. Mm. Now, in the meantime, she had other boyfriends and I was like, nope, nope, they're not the one. But, you know, it's not the one. It's not the one. And then this one, they're already talking marriage. You know, it's he already has, she has a pro, uh, promise ring. So, so sometimes I get time frames. Sometimes I don't. And with your guy, I don't think I got a time frame. But you don't know if all these other guys, and now that you've opened yourself up, most definitely, like I said, that sunlight is coming in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to end up with this guy, right? No, it just means he, no, because you make your fate. Right. Mm -hmm. You, you're in charge. That's just when, when, um, when I read you, it's someone significant that I see in your path if you continue to do things the same way. 
but you made some changes. And so mm. now you're, I feel you opened up many windows. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and that's actually why I w- was like giving you so much shit about like, really, cause you were like, when, like, which coffee shop do I go to? When am I going to see, you know, and part of me was like, cause it, I, I just felt like you, it, you know, like to not hold so tightly to it. Like, and, and I don't know, Jennifer, like, what is, wh- what would you say? What is your advice for like, if, if through a reading or something like that, someone learns something about themselves, like how should they approach it? Like, should they be like, you know, like only focused on that or like what, what is the right way to like um, kind of benefit from something like this? I, I would think exactly what Leanna did was that she, she allowed herself to be open now to, she cut the ties. Cause that was most definitely blocking things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and, but to only like, I don't know everything. I was just shown one thing, but who, what if there's so much more experiences that you can possibly have? You know, I, I'm seeing what your soul wanted me to tell you that day, but there's so much more that I don't know. And I, and, and so the guidance is important, but it's not everything. Well, and see, that's what I was kind of thinking about. I mean, maybe that maybe this guy, like I will meet him in a few years or tomorrow or, you know, whenever, but also or when you're 60. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's, she looks younger. He looks younger. But also like maybe I needed to hear that that day mm-hmm. because that got me through the next month, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then I needed to hear it last Sunday. I needed more details. I needed to solve this puzzle. Mm -hmm. And then when, and then it was like, okay, I need to like stop. And I need to focus on cutting these ties and like making room. And once I did that, I'm like, I just can't, I can't pursue anymore. I cannot be the pursuer because I deserve to be pursued. And so that's just kind of where I'm at now. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and I mean, the way I think about it is like, it's like, it's like signs along the journey, you know, of like, like little guideposts of like, hey, like, hey, here's a little like guidepost about like work you might want to do, or here's a little guidepost about like what to look for in the next couple steps, right? And like, and it's not like, exactly like only look at this thing you know you know at this time or this place or whatever um so jennifer i wanted to ask so let's talk about energy because you also do reiki work one last thing to our past conversation yes. when you said guidepost that's exactly how i see myself i'm able to read the the signs a little clearer that's what i'm giving you i'm telling you the signs that your soul is trying to give um and so that, that, that I just, I think I want to emphasize that's the role, like of a psychic medium. That's what we do. We're able to read clearly the signs, which quite frankly, the more in tune with your own energy that you become, I could say, and the more in tune that you become through um, meditation or sitting still or just perceiving, then you can pick up the signs that your own soul and that you, the universe is giving to you because we do have help. 
they know how hard it is. Our soul knows how hard it is. And so we'll give ourselves little cues and guide throughout our life. Mm-hmm. I love um, that. Yeah. And, and I think it's also like recognizing that the signs will always have some mystery in them or it needs some interpretation, right? Like the signs aren't going to be like, drive to 322 fifth street at 7 30 p.m and like something right. you know what i'm saying it's oh, like it could be i wish i wish that they would talk that clear but they sometimes they're, they'll say like one thing clear and then the rest is kind of like ah. yeah they're they're they could be pretty vague um the universe yeah. can but the reason why is because we're here to learn a lesson so if we got think of it as like a test if we were giving all the answers to a test what are we going to learn so even though uh you know, your, your soul can tell you some, uh, uh, some symbols or some, some give you some help or a psychic medium can give you some help, but all in all, it's your own soul that has to learn it. I love that. Now we were going to talk about energy because you also do Reiki work, which I, I think is sort of similarly related to energy and like, and, and one of these things, cause I, I, I'm wondering as we're having this conversation, if like we sound crazy to people, um, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't either. But I, <laughs> but to me, you know, like I mean, I'm willing to believe just about anything. Uh, although I I, I do hey, like you to, can be skeptical. I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I think like the idea of energy is something. I feel like if you don't believe in energy, well, that's like not like, believing in gravity. Yeah, like what are you doing? Like yeah. you know, like that there's. Because everyone has these experiences that are hard to explain or you just get, you know, we call it intuition or you get a vibe off of somebody that's either like very powerful in a positive way or sometimes very powerful in a negative way. And so can you tell us about like, because one of the things I'm also wondering is we might have people listening that are like, I don't think getting a medium reading is for me, but I wonder, Jennifer, are there ways that people can improve their lives or their relationships or even their, their dating lives by being more attuned to energy? And like, how would you do that? So we are all energy. Really, that's, what, that's our pure essence. Um, and so the more you, you pay attention to, first of all, your own energy, the more then you can decipher other people's energy and whether their energy meshes with you or doesn't. So it's not that there's people are, oh, they're bad energy or good energy. It's, you know, we, you vibrate one way, you vibrate another. And that's why some relationships work better than others. So first learn your own energy, meditation, sit quietly and kind of just feel, get to feel what you feel like. Imagine like if you were a color, what color would you be? Like those kind of exercises will help you. If you were a sound, what sound would you be? And so you start to get to know your energy, what it feels like. Um, And then, then, so you're alone when you do this and then connect with somebody, a friend, and then feel their energy kind of like, do they make, do I feel like laughing or smiling when I'm around them? Um, does my stomach, uh, like, like, do I get butterflies? Because mm. our physical body reacts to energy as well. So, so if you're able to do that, then when you meet somebody, 
whether it be a romantic relationship or not, you will be able to feel if your energy merges well with theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's something so powerful too about just like trusting your gut, mm-hmm. you know, and um, like I, this is something I have to work on because I have a hard time setting boundaries with things that I feel uncomfortable on. And I just, I feel so uncomfortable setting the boundary that then I don't. And then I feel even more uncomfortable. <laughs> and um, so what I've been trying to do lately is just cut it off, like cut it right when, right when I have that gut feeling, I'm like, I have to trust it. Like I have to trust it. Not going to happen. And so far it's been great, <laughs> well, but that's all energy, right? Yeah. Like a gut intuition. It's, 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 it's sensing their energy. So you're in tune with your own energy and then what vibes with it and what doesn't. And so then you listen to your own intuition and it tells you, and your intuition is simply your soul speaking, telling you, yes, no, you know, do, don't do that. Be careful. It's all energy. And so when you meet someone and you just feel like, no, I need to put a boundary, you're listening to your energy, your soul saying that person's not good for me, or they're, they're infringing on my energy. They're taking away because there's energy zappers. There's people who thrive on taking away people's energy. And it's not like a conscious thing. It's just what they do. Mm. And then after you're and and there's people who are called empaths. And so for instance, most mediums are empaths. And so we feel everything. So if I'm around people who are, who drain energy, then I'm feeling very depleted after. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. No. And I mean, what's so interesting is, you know, this is where like what we're talking about, like totally aligns with so much of the things that we've talked about previously in psychology, in understanding trauma, right? Even the experience, Leanna, that you had recently of like, like our old wounds and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm can impact like our energy and our ability to sort of be aware of it. And so this, you know, what we've talked about today of you kind of letting go of some of the stuff from the past, Mm -hmm. you know, like allows you, I think, to be more connected to that intuition and then helps you move forward in a, in a healthier way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I want to maybe, I think we could maybe, put a cap on this with manifestation yes. because I think, you know, we want our listeners to be able to take away from this episode, really tangible things, mm-hmm. you know, not just, you know, trusting your intuition and all of that, but like, how can we manifest what we want in our lives? Mm-hmm. Um, and how can we like tangibly do that or even just like subconsciously do that? Make it, make it conscious. Um, so imagine what you want. Imagine that already happened, that it, 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 it exists now. And that how, how would you feel emotionally, physically, mentally if that happened? So, you're, you know, you use your imagination to, for instance, if you're in a, you want to be in a relationship or you want to be um, in, a, in a marriage or whatever, imagine what that might feel like and how you would feel um, at that point. So you're not 
you're not asking for it to happen. It's as if it already did, because the belief is that it already is happening. That there's there's no time, there's no past, there's no present, there's no future. It's all happening at the same time. And so if you if you allow that energy um, to come through, then you're like we're like magnets. Then we can we can uh, uh, attract it, manifest it, uh, make it happen. Um, and so the one of the things though to be careful is don't think of what you want. And oh, I for instance, I, I want to get married. I want I want or I want to be in a loving relationship. First of all, want is a word that says that you don't have it right now. So you can say, I desire or that I have it. And that's why you're going to feel as if you already have it. Um, so yeah, be careful because if, if you're always thinking that, oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, I'm so lonely. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. Your mind is thinking how alone and lonely you feel and alone. So you're going to continue to be alone. The universe is just like a magnet. It's not, it's not um, picky or choosy. It doesn't understand when you say, I want to be alone or I'm lonely. It doesn't understand that you're saying, I don't want to be alone. It just understands loneliness. Mm -hmm. So it continues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting because we talk about this all the time, like that you attract like people that are at your level of like being healthy, right. And whole. And, and, you know, we've also talked about like seeing on people's dating profiles, like, all men are cheaters. Like, I just want to find mm-hmm. like, you're like, when am I going to find like a loyal man? And it's like, oh, that is kind of keeping that person stuck, you know, or like, um, or you know, gu- when guys are like, I don't want drama. It's yeah. like, well, that's what you're attracting. You're yeah. attracting drama. Right. Or, or yeah. Or the guy who's like, um, oh, like, you know, women only want like to be with a guy who can buy them things and like no one actually like loves me for me and like blah 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 and it's like oh that's where yeah. you are right yeah. yeah yeah like attracts like well jennifer what if like what last words of wisdom do you feel like our listeners need to hear from you i would say that if you want something to change in your life then you have the power to make that change and only you have the power and even if you have obstacles, it's simply um, something that your soul has already agreed that, okay, I'm going to experience those obstacles, but you can still reach what you really want through manifestation and, and learning and growing. Um, so we're not like victims of our life. We're, we're actually the manifestors. We have that. We're the, the power behind how we experience life. So we can't control what other people do, but we can control how we react and how we continue on. So beautiful. Boom. Perfect. Okay. Well, we want our listeners to come find you. So tell us all of the things. I'm on social media at jennifertheGriefmedium.com. Or at Jennifer the Grief Medium or www.jenniferthegriefmedium.com. So, Instagram. and that's where they can bush, book a session with you. Yes, on, on my website. website. Yep. Okay. And then there's the the sort of um, psychic spirit angel reading, which is what you and I did. Yep. And then there's also kind of like the kind of connecting with 
loved ones, like the more, like that's more the medium one. Is that right, Jennifer? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Medium one. Okay. Well, Jennifer, you have given us so much of your time and we are so gracious, grateful and appreciative and we love you. Oh, thank you. I love you both too. You awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Well, Jennifer, you're absolutely amazing. So, such a lovely soul. <sighs> Speaking of souls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, make sure to follow her at Jennifer, the grief medium on Instagram, Jennifer, the grief medium.com. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez at hello and goodbye podcast. Everything's on our website, www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com, including our YouTube channel, our Patreon account, our sponsors, um, and then subscribe, rate, and review. Yes. Contest. Yes. And when you, if you do reach out to Jennifer and get a reading from her, at some point, maybe even after your reading, let her know that you've heard about her from us. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Tell her we sent you her way and... Um, good luck with your readings, people. Ooh, and then tell us about it. <laughs> Send it in an email, not a DM. <laughs> Info at hellongoodbypodcast.com. All right, right, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.